Yeah, yeah. Hey, guess what, guys? If Greek is so important, why is my Bible written in English? <laughs> Well, listen, if there's a lonely hill to die on, I'm going to find it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I have learned this. All right, so we script the episodes, but we leave the opening blank. The opening is a mystery, and what we do with the opening is we take turns trying to catch each other off guard with the opening <laughs> just to, to make it weird. So and fun. This is my turn. This is my turn to catch Casey off guard. So what mm. I've got for her today is we're doing this podcast early in the morning. Uh, that was the time that we could both do this. So, uh, Casey, for your morning meditation, I would like to read to you <laughs> oh a gosh. tweet from John Piper. Oh, thank you. Which I purposely avoided tweeting about so that I could surprise you with it on the show. Wow. <laughs> Your bones are the only hard substance in your body. Hmm. Okay, John. Picture yourself with no skull, no spine, no shoulder or arm bones, no ribs, no hip or leg or foot bones. A sack of moist, immobile discontent. Isn't that real? So that is what we are on an early morning fun sexy Bible time. We are nothing but sacks of moist discontent. Wow. And he closes the, tr- the tweet by saying, stand up straight and be content. What? Okay. Little, uh, little uh, John Piper Peterson right there. What is the point of that verse? Or the tweet? Does he have a verse to go with it? Yeah, he leaves it with envy makes the bones rot. Proverbs 14.30. So he took one word from a verse (laughs) and then just made it so weird. Do you know how difficult it was for me to not tweet about this? I feel feel a special level level of care. There's multiple things here that you. There's so much going on there. Your bones are the only hard substance in your body. Well, uh-huh. I mean, right. and he said sack, right? <laughs> A sack of moist, immobile discontent. Oh my gosh! I that I was not ready for that. <laughs> I think right, we're so gonna. Ha- I mean, that's definitely gonna get added to the to the tweets of the year. <laughs> That is too much. (laughs) (laughs) How long ago was that? That was from... I checked on him. I guess I haven't checked on him in a while. He tweeted that at noon yesterday. Okay. Whoa. (laughs) Ready? Moist sacks. That's what we are of discontent. (laughs) I don't think i want to be called that actually <laughs> i have my coffee i'm perking up oh uh, you ready yeah let's so- seamlessly transition from that into <laughs> so shout out to our patreon uh we have to talk about that for a second 
Yes. And give a thank you to a new patron that we got over the last couple of days. Patrick. I don't know if I know Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Um, I don't, and also when I don't know somebody, I feel weird about saying their last name because maybe they don't want their their last name broadcast on a podcast called Fun Sexy Bible Time. <laughs> it's possible. It is possible. So we we thank you, Patrick, for signing up. Yeah, we should do like a getting to know you post on Patreon. Everybody can just say hi and tell something about themselves behind the safety of their computer screen, <laughs> which is the best way to do that. <laughs> we've also we've also been using the, the patreon to to post uh pictures of, of the dm threads of behind the scenes fun sexy bible time uh-huh when we're uh in the dms you and i are trying to figure out which jokes we're allowed to keep yes like what we're going to talk about stuff that we yes. wouldn't post on twitter but if if people support the show that we feel like they, they get a kick out of looking at yes i i i like that because <laughs> with no context it's, <laughs> it's always fun <laughs> so yes we 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 really appreciate any, anybody who chooses to support the podcast because it, yes. it helps, us, helps us do this yes thank you so much and um yeah hopefully we can get some more people who are interested in financially supporting all your endeavors, Look, our endeavors, your endeavors. We're just we're just looking for some moist sacks of discontent out there. <laughs> I'm sure they're out there. It's Twitter, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <clears throat> okay, so right before we started this recording, I got to experience what we're about to talk about (laughs) and i feel like this was the best way to do it it totally prepped me it got me pumped for this recording to hear from becca (laughs) so yeah what go ahead and tell us what this is about so becca you you've you've been introduced to becca before she did a a little spot for us on the five iron frenzy pants songs a few episodes ago yes so uh, we're looking for ways to, to to keep her involved with the show. So a while back, I did a couple um, pre-recorded segments with her, just real real short segments, and we're going to play one of them here. And I don't really think I'm going to give it any context whatsoever. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you the name of the segment is called God Rods. Yes. <laughs> so we'll kick this to, to Becca, and then we'll come back on the other side. So in our church, we had like a really active drama department, which is kind of strange since I grew up in the PCA, but we were like really into like theater and doing skits for all of like the holidays. So one of the the skits and things we would do is um, they were called God Rods. I just remember the name. Whoa. (laughs) So you would have these uh, like wooden circular sticks. They're really like you know, thin, probably like as long as your forearm to your, you know, your pointer finger, you know, just like a stick. Okay. Um, maybe you bought it at Home Depot. I don't know. Uh, and we would like glitter spray paint them like different colors so you could see them up on stage. All right. So you're talking and- dowels. My, my inner, my inner <laughs> no. dad is coming out. You're talking yeah, dowels. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that that sounds right. Because like, just like they're like already cut and like little, you know, perfect little sizes. It's not like um like we went outside and like broke some branches or anything like that. No, okay. No, but so we had these. They were like interpretive dances, but we would all wear. Of course, we would wear the same outfit. So we'd wear like a white polo or a white button up with like awful black slacks that didn't fit. And then, like, black flats, you know, like, shoes or whatever. And we would do these coordinated dances with the sticks. Like, the sticks were, like, a really big part of the dance. (laughs) (laughs) So, you could, like, make crosses with the sticks and, like, um, you know, like, have one stick going up with one hand and then the other stick in the other. And then, like, make X's. Um, I still remember one of the songs we did. And I actually had to be, um, like, introduced. Like, I wasn't in the stick group originally because I'm a really bad dancer, but I weaseled my in. Uh, my sister was in, so I was like, listen, I want in on this because that was the cool thing to do was stick dance at my church. I have so many questions. First of all, you're not Presbyterian. That, that's There's no way. I am. I was born and raised in the PCA. <laughs> like, not even PCUSA, like, straight up PCA. <laughs> I still am in the PCA. <laughs> How many Presbyterian boys did you make stumble with these gyrations, Becca? <laughs> um, like probably zero. <laughs> um, unfortunately, the the boys weren't really into the stick dancing as much as I thought they should be. Okay. Uh, I one of my guy friends was it. He was he got to be Jesus actually in one of the stick dances. Um, wow. We did have one guy in our troop. <laughs> When did you perform? Like during the service? Um, we didn't perform during service. Well, I guess it was more like special services, so like Easter or Christmas, um, like a holiday kind of situation, not just like a regular service time necessarily. Okay, did you play like did you perform with music? Yeah, oh thank God. Yeah. The, <laughs> the only thing worse than this would just be with no music. <laughs> I was I was prepared for either scenario. <laughs> No, 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 no. There is music involved. So the music carried, and it was always like story based. So one about the resurrection. So be like, arise, my love, arise, my love. And then you'd be like, the grave no longer has a hold on you. And we'd do like all the motions with the lyrics. I I mean, I I literally could probably sing the whole song. Nobody needs to hear that. What a great song, though. It is a good song. I felt very inspired by it. All right. Oh, oh man. Like, the, the only thing I can compare that to is, like, in a charismatic church that I used to go to, there was a there were flag dancers that would dance with flags during the praise and, praise and worship. Mm-hmm. One time we had someone, like, march banners through the church during, like, Resurrection Sunday. <laughs> like, flags. They were, like, on a pole. And it was, like, it was legitimately a banner. Like, one said, like, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Like like the college football guy that, like, runs the flag onto the field before the players? Uh, yes, but slower. <laughs> slower. <laughs> like a solemn march, you know? <laughs> all, I gotta, all I have to say about this incredible story is that the phallic imagery is really <laughs> off the charts. I, you know, I just didn't, I was, I was too young. I was probably in middle school, I think. <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't remember because although the song and the sticks are burned into my memory, <laughs> everything surrounding it isn't. 
how old I was, my sister would probably remember. That is incredible. God yeah. rods. Yeah, God rods. Oh man. Look it up. Pretty sure you can Google it. I like I think I don't know I if I want to like, Google that. <laughs> it was like a pretty choreographed. Like it wasn't an original piece done by our director. It's just something that we we found. Can you reform the stick girls present day for a fun sexy Bible time themed number? Um, absolutely not. <laughs> I, you know, everyone's moved away. We've got careers or children because, you know, most of my friends got married like four years after the God Rods thing. So maybe it did work for some of them um, on the PCA boys, but <laughs> the reunion would just be too much effort. Can we get Casey Haas a place as a stick oh, girl? Abso- absolutely. She can, have, she can have the main lead as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> okay. So I just Googled God Rods. I waited. (laughs) (laughs) I waited until um, we were actually recording. Um, There's really nothing that looks like what she was talking about. Did you search for it on Covenant Spice? (laughs) No, I did not. And I won't. (laughs) It's all like... um, Rod, it's it's it changes it to rods from God or rods of God, and there's a bunch of videos about space. Rods from so, God, isn't that the name of Matthew Vine's new book? Oh no, <laughs> kinetic bombardment. <laughs> I don't uh, know. <laughs> Anyway, I have to take. That okay, Becca. <laughs> I go to a PCA church, and I think that this would never happen at my church. Yeah. <laughs> I want to, I just, I want to see a video of this really badly. Okay, you're, you're ignoring the, you're, you're bearing the lead here. Casey, are you prepared to become a stick girl? No, I've already done my time with interpretive dance in my adolescence. I've, I've paid my dues. <laughs> I'm not going back. <laughs> is, is it just the, is it? Just the risk of making the entire Fun Sexy Bible Time audience stumble. Is that why you and Becca don't want to join forces and and do a (laughs) stick dance? I mean, no. (laughs) I want to know why the sticks. Like, what did the sticks add to the dance? This is what I'm confused about. (laughs) All right, well, Casey... uh, Casey is out, so Becca, my question is, can I take her place now? Yes, do that, I that's have, much better. Do I have an invitation to be a, a stick boy? <laughs> a stick boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, so there's there wooden dowels, spray-painted, glitter spray paint, but like how glittery would they have to be to really add to the dance? Otherwise, they're just like, shiny sticks right i mean this is some charismatic level stuff like how do, this, is this this is not a presbyterian church i think that they had a um a mole <laughs> somebody had infiltrated <laughs> is... and decided to to convince them that this was fine for a presbyterian church this is just way too much fun for it to be presbyterian <laughs>
also just yeah there's so much there's so much (laughs) (laughs) I really like (laughs) she was like I wasn't good enough to be a stick girl or a stick dancer (laughs) but she got in there eventually which I'm just I'm so happy for her Love finds a way. I want to know what other songs were a part of this besides Arise My Love, which I enjoyed hearing Becca sing for us (laughs) and you. (laughs) (laughs) Because she said it was like all special holidays. So that would be an Easter stick dance. What would be like a Christmas stick dance? Mary, did you know? I uh there's a there's a Carmen video, a late late era Carmen video. I think the video is called Slam. And the the music video is him like him and his troop of dancers beating Satan up with sticks. Oh. So I, I wonder if that could be a possibility. Yeah, definitely. Just copy that. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm kind of surprised that in your in your mini segments on uh, inappropriate sounding CCM songs. Arise, my love, never made an appearance. I know. I really, I really miss that. <laughs> we'll have to come back to that. I'm sure I will do that segment again for some other reason because I just cannot get enough of using CCM songs inappropriately. <laughs> I mean, it, it, is it the marquee segment of Fun Sexy Bible Time? It might be. <laughs> I think so. I don't think people, oh. I don't think there's any segment people, maybe Christian tweets, because there's some overlap there, but mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that might be the segment people enjoy the most is just, you know, Casey talking <laughs> about horny sounding CCM songs. <laughs> oh, anyways. So thank you, Becca. Thank you for yes. uh, taking us inside that little uh, corner of evangelicalism. We appreciate yeah. that. Man, the time of life. Just when you're when you're dying to be a stick girl, stick dancer. I so I gotta say this, Casey <laughs> Casey totally forgot to listen to this until we were already recording. I know. So I had I'm to just... we just left it going and she listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't hear the episode, but I could hear her reaction to it. <laughs> and it was just a lot of laughing, laughing, cackling, laughing. And then right in the middle she did a, a very audible oh, <laughs> know that that was over <laughs> i can't remember so there's one part somewhere in the middle that she disapproved of but she can't remember what it was i don't think i disapproved i just i just felt for every stick dancer ah i got or whatever they were having to do with those sticks <laughs> <laughs> okay so speaking of horrible times of life <laughs> oh oh no <clears throat> So we talk a lot about the, our times in youth group, and I am now a mother of a child in youth group. <laughs> this is how old I am <laughs> and how uncool I am now. <laughs> and I'm not ready. I'm not ready for this time of life. Here's my question. What, 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 does, what age does youth group start at your church? Sixth grade. Okay. I thought it was seventh grade. I thought that was pretty standard, but apparently not. Yeah. So 
It starts in sixth grade, and she could have actually gone to camp this summer, but I was definitely not ready for that. So we just didn't even present it as an option. But yeah, she's gone to a couple, and it really helps that um, friend of Fun Sexy Bible Time, Nate Claiborne, is the the in charge of our youth at our church. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and he's my actual friend. So uh, that has helped it be a little bit easier. And also, uh, <laughs> he took the kids to camp this summer, and he was telling me about it. And he's like, Presbyterian camp is so great. Um, it's like all the benefits of camp with none of the guilt. <laughs> <laughs> and that really helped ease my mind about <laughs> sending my daughter to youth group. She doesn't have to, like, it just live her whole adolescence racked with guilt that she's not doing enough amazing things for God. Because <laughs> <laughs> Presbyterians don't care. No, it's not that. Don't don't start. Don't even go there. <laughs> no, they do. It's just, yeah. Anyways, so yeah, I'm a youth group mom. And wow. I just, that makes me feel old. Really old. Well, it's, it's crazy because <laughs> you and I are both super young, so. I know. We're just so young and cool. It's like. <laughs> so is she the age? This is, this is the. That's yes. a mean question. Is she the age that you were when you met Danny? She is the exact age that I was when I met Danny. Okay. So, yeah, that's kind of crazy. So Ooh. crazy. I mean, I would love for her to meet a nice young man to be a friend with for several years. <laughs> See, but, I've, I've got you there because with my daughters, it's like... You know, if if you if you didn't want your kids to date, they could throw that in your face. So, well, you you dated when you were so. Oh, I know. Don't I've, worry, I know. I've got that one on you, Casey. Because... <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I didn't date till I was twenty. <laughs> yeah, but what about Kendra? Did she date in high school? She was the um, she was everybody's like big sister in youth group. Okay. She was kind of like the mother in youth group. Uh huh. Uh huh. So she had a couple like. Kind of like the line between, like, she played around a little bit, uh-huh. of, like just kind of flirty friendships, but never, never mm-hmm. really dated a whole lot. Okay, yeah, that's probably the better way to do it, <laughs> <laughs> as, as opposed to the way I did it, <laughs> or the way I did it. Just nonstop rejection no. and loneliness <laughs> until, until you're twenty. Was it rejection though? Did you push yourself out there? I it got to I kind of yeah. Like <laughs> okay, okay. As a late teen and and starting college, I, I was okay. putting myself out there with disastrous results, predictably. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It turned out okay. Yeah. yeah. So we drop her off, um, and two hours on a Sunday night and. Yeah, it. she likes it so far, so, and I also told her that if she didn't like it, she didn't have to go, <laughs> which is something that, of course, I never experienced wow. that sort of freedom. Yeah. See, Are you saying, wow, that I gave her that option? No, I'm saying, wow, that you had to go, because there were times where I wasn't allowed to go to youth group. Oh, well, 
No, we had to go. Okay. And I think I probably wanted to, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> my uh, my parents would sort of cycle through weird homeschool yes. camps of thinking, and uh-huh. there, there would be periods where they'd pull us, pull me and my brother out of youth group because youth group is just. They're, they're getting the kids away from their parents and away from their parents' influence so they can groom them on how to be worldly. <laughs> so it would be three months before we were allowed to go back to youth group. Yeah, and then they were like, oh, man, I could really use a break from you guys. <laughs> we're always together. <laughs> how about youth group? So are you going to be a youth group chaperone mom? you gonna you going to be that mom? No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Uh, we no, actually, I think Nate kind of wants to steer away from that to have the parents in like super involved in events and stuff, just mm-hmm. so that the kids have just can feel that too that break from parents and uh, you know being how they are around their parents. They get to learn how to be with other people and other grown ups, and yeah, so no, I'm not, but I think even if he did. It would have to be, like, even if they did have the opportunity for parents to be really involved, it would have to be something where I, if, if they, if my kids asked me to be a part, Uh I wouldn't just want to, like, inject myself into that. Because, yeah, it's just, they need some freedom and independence, so. Well, look at you being a good parent. (laughs) Where Where do you get off with all this? Oh, thanks. Yeah. Today. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, youth, okay. group, youth group mom. Mm. Yeah. So I, I think I am now the the fun, sexy, viral time oldest old lady. <laughs> I think I've got another year before mine. No, I th- actually, I think our church starts at a seventh grade. So, I think I've got two years. I will be so wise by then. <laughs> You will. I will. I have I will. so many tips and tricks for you. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> okay, so speaking of kids, <laughs> <laughs> we got a really fun idea from someone from Laura. We have two Laura S's. <laughs> yes, differentiate but, the Laura's here for us, Casey. Well, they're. They're both named Laura and their last names both start with S. So this is the non-Canadian Laura. Yes. She uh, sent you an email. I'm just going to read part of it. Okay. So I'm wondering if you'd be willing to address this important issue, either in a blog or on the podcast. My husband and I are having a hard time deciding what to name our baby girl who's due in nine weeks. So now that would be like six weeks, probably. It occurred to me that maybe we're not going about this biblically. (laughs) The best person to help would be you. Gosh, I just love the listeners. So good. Is it more biblical? So she's asking how, I'm not going to read her ideas, but how to name a child biblically. Now, I feel like before we go into this, everyone needs to pause and look at where your timer is on your podcast listening app and just listen to what I'm about to say. This is all a joke. (laughs) People are so sensitive about names. So if you find yourself getting offended, just go back to this little 
spot, and this is all a joke. I'm going to okay. edit this out, by the way. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> people are sensitive about names. Okay. So, Do you really also, think those people are the ones that make up our audience, though? I think that every person can get really sensitive about names. <laughs> well, you know what I think? I think those people are sacks of moist discontent. <laughs> Don't, I mean, I think it's a sensitive issue what you name your kids. So if we say somebody's kid's name, and then it's like, that's their child's name. I don't know. Whatever. Edit out if you want. Well, it's, it's like you were saying before the episode started that anybody that names their kid Emma or or or, or Travis is is just a loser. Travis, like, I, I really that a, identify is that with a that. Popular Alabama name right now. Uh, yeah, popular Alabama names for boys: uh, Travis, Braxton, Brody, and Caleb. Okay, okay. So also, um, we. Sp- uh, on the subject of names, so Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe is a popular girl's name, and on our last um, episode, where the wine was flowing, <laughs> and the juice, <laughs> and the wine and the orange juice, uh, we were like Zoe Church. <laughs> what is that? And we made fun of it, and we were notified by Seth and Zach uh, that Zoe means life in Greek. And to that we say, whatever. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about Greek on Fun Sexy Bible Time. Okay, guys? <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guess what, guys? If Greek is so important, why is my Bible written in English? <laughs> exactly. Okay, so naming children biblically, how do we go about this? So, it's a baby girl. Well, we can just sue for both genders in case there's other people who want to name their child biblically and need our wisdom. So, I think that the first thing you have to do is probably, in order to be the most spiritual, you have to go as obscure as possible. So that when people ask you about the name, you can sound really smart about your Bible knowledge. So... I don't have an example. <laughs> steer clear of any uh, female. I mean, this is an obvious one, but steer clear of any female Bible characters that have sexual elements to their story. I'm thinking like Rahab. I'm thinking T- Tamar. Gomer. Yeah, Gomer. <laughs> don't name your kid Gomer. <laughs> yeah, so just like as, as obscure as possible. And then when your friends are like, oh, wow, why did you choose that name? And you can tell them, well, it's actually a biblical name. And then you tell them where it is in the Bible. It's a part that they've definitely never read. So you got your Esthers, you got your Ruths. Uh Um, A a good example of an obscure one. Now, don't use this one because obviously (laughs) don't use this one because it's a bad one. But Dorcas. Yes. Yeah, don't use Dorcas. But that's a good example of like an obscure female name from the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's probably my number one tip. Um, what about you? <laughs> well, I think in naming girls, the important thing is if you go biblical, you just got to make sure it's something that can't be turned into a stripper or porn name. <laughs> I, that's the important thing. Because everybody uses their real name when they become a stripper or a porn star. 
yeah in 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 the planning for this episode i i think casey and i decided i might turns out i might not be an episode might not be an expert in in in, in strippers and porn stars but nonetheless (laughs) you can also level up in your holiness if you do the naming them all with the same the alliteration the the like if you've got multiples yes. and you've got three daughters and you name them all starting with r ruth yes. rebecca uh, rayabom or whatever yes yes that is a great tip another thing you could do is just go to a genealogy and count how many names there are put the number into a bowl and then pull out a number and that's the name that you pick I think that's if you're just really stuck. That probably wouldn't work for girls, though, because there's not a lot of women in genealogies. Could you is it I mean, is it wrong to try to give your daughter the the hot girl sounding guy name? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but please share. I, that's a phenomenon where like it, I'm trying to think of an example like Charlie. Yeah, like Charlie or like uh, <laughs> Dale. <laughs> okay where where if, if some sometimes you can give a woman like an extra like one or two on the attractiveness scale if they have a boy name oh okay i didn't know this so this is a, this is a phenomenon in culture of what if oh, you have a, a unisex name that's a hot girl name is a unisex name a hot girl name well it doesn't asking, have to be unisex for a friend it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be unisex because it can also be just a name like Madison. Madison is a known hot girl name. Mm, okay. I don't think we have any listeners named Madison. And you hope not. <laughs> yeah, because that got super creepy. But um, <laughs> this is like a it's, it's, it's a guy culture thing of like because mm. then if you if you meet a girl named Madison and she's not pretty, you know the guys will kind of have a little talk. About, oh, oh, that's weird. You know she's she's got the name, but. This is so interesting. I'm this is this is going somewhere I wasn't expecting and I'm enjoying it. Okay, what give us some more wisdom about me. <laughs> so like I think an example of like the the hot girl biblical name would, would be like I said Rehoboam, which is a okay. which is a king of king of <laughs> Judah, right? So I don't know. <laughs> well, like when they split it was uh Rehoboam in the in in Judah and Jeroboam. So you would in the south. you would name I mean, your daughter that? Would I? <laughs> you would. You would advise someone to name their daughter. I, I mean, I wouldn't advise anybody anything, but <laughs> that's not true. Just, just to remind people, I didn't go on a date till I was twenty. So <laughs> I don't know why you would take my advice for anything. Oh goodness! I think that um, yeah, we didn't use any biblical names. <laughs> Maybe some middle names, but. Yeah, it just wasn't a concern of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you don't get any extra anything for it, right? So, you just choose a name that you like. do you? (laughs) I don't know. I think one thing that you will get points off for, though, is if you choose a biblical name and then change the spelling. Ah, okay. (laughs) If you do, like, the name... Uh, like Rebecca, and then you put some K's in there somewhere or something. 
I'm just kidding. That's probably Becca's name, right? Rebecca with a K. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's why I had to say at the beginning, this is all a joke. So the thing is, is that uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah was the first hipster because she changed this, the spelling of her name just to be cool. <laughs> yes, exactly. Have you seen that tweet going around? I was like, how would your name be spelled if this was your mom? Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, it's this very pretty blonde lady with she's pregnant and she has this chalkboard next to her because that's the thing I guess for people is chalkboards and letterboards anyways she has like these three names all crossed out with these super weird spellings <laughs> and then yeah so you're just supposed to be like how would your name be spelled if this was your mom anyways okay speaking of names <laughs> I just looked I have the, no uh... transitions at eight something in the morning so we uh we have to have a argument now <laughs> about we're going back to forrest gump which i didn't watch it in preparation for this episode because i've just been too tired <laughs> so I, I, I went back and watched important parts of it you did yeah oh okay well i've seen it enough times that i feel like i i don't didn't need to watch it. I was just going to watch it because I love it. So tell tell us your hot take, your your stand. Well, this, this, this has nothing to do with Tom Hanks's acting for no, once. No, this, okay, this this grew. We can out move of our, on from that. Yeah, this grew out of our discussion on Tom <laughs> Hanks. Uh, this this is not about Tom Hanks, uh, right? I I like Forrest Gump. I think it's a fun movie. I just think Jenny is an emotional terrorist on the level of Pam Beasley from The Office. Oh my gosh! And is could in fact be considered a supervillain based on her role in this movie. <laughs> okay. When you watch the important parts of the movie, yep. Did you watch the beginning? Oh, when she's where Jenny abused by her father. Yeah, that part. Listen. Physically, sexually, verbally abused. Hey, to the point that she wants to fly away like a bird. Hey, Did you watch that part? Casey, both things can be true. She can be horribly abused and she can be just a really crappy person to Forrest. Well, they, right, but the, like one exists because of the other one, right? Okay, so hey, should we should we let Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> out of prison because he had a rough <laughs> upbringing? No, I just don't think she's as bad as you're making her out to be. I mean, I'm not saying she needs to be imprisoned like, for her crimes. Did you, like, what? How do you think she should have? Like, you think she should have been with Forrest from like high school? No, I'm not saying she should be with Forrest at all. But just the way she treats him is is pretty. pretty okay, crappy. give me an example of how she treats him badly. Oh, I don't know when she bangs <laughs> him and then leaves in the dead of night, carrying his alleged unborn child. I don't remember why she ended up back there. Uh, spoiler alert, she had nowhere else to go. <laughs> that, yeah, that's true. That's true. I just have a, a deeper level of empathy for her, I guess, as a person. <laughs> well, she just kind of ruins Forrest's life. I mean... No, she doesn't. She does. Like, he can't find happiness anywhere else because she keeps orbiting through and, like, giving well, him I false hope. 
I, I thought you meant like, um, at, by the end, his life is ruined. <laughs> no, I mean, I've got some questions of, did he catch whatever VD that she died from? Oh. I mean, that's, we got to ask that question. Also, I think she had AIDS probably. Uh, yeah. And, you know, in the, in the sex scene did not, we did not see her, you know, <laughs> <laughs> pausing to put on any protection. <laughs> so whatever she has, there's a good chance Forrest has it now. A, a, lot, of my, a lot of my position on this <laughs> hinges on my belief that that ain't Forrest's kid that she brings back. Mm-hmm. You think that she just... I think it might have been like a David and Uriah type thing where David mm-hmm. tries to send Bathsheba back to, to bang Uriah so that he can... Oh, she was already pregnant. Yeah. I think that might have been like she came back, banged Forrest so that whenever she but then came... then why would she leave again for five years? Because she can't stand him. He's, he's <laughs> oh controlling and... Oh, my I mean, I, I get this. Like, he's controlling and, Janae, Forrest are is- you sad? Janae, what's wrong? Oh, my... All Forrest day long. controlling? Not emotionally controlling a little bit of... Interesting... I mean, would you want to be with somebody that just 24 hours a day? Janae, why are you sad? Janae. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't handle that. No, I mean, I, I get it, but she, <clears throat> she shouldn't have let him on and definitely shouldn't have banged him. Like if, okay. Anyway, I don't think it's his kid. <laughs> and the reason I don't think it's his kid, we see in the dorm room scene. Okay, but that was like 20 years earlier. <sighs> <laughs> Okay, but it's not the time. It's the repetitions. It's the the amount of reps you get. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, but that's not... That's also not... You can you can <laughs> save yourself from marriage until you're 40 years old. That doesn't mean you're going to be an ace in the sack. You still got to get the reps in. <laughs> you don't have to be an ace to impregnate someone. Uh, but <laughs> just have to... Get in the right general direction. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know. I, I don't think Forrest got any reps in between the dorm room and Jenny coming back to Greenbow. <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah. that is his first sexual experience since he jizzed all over Jenny's roommate's robe <laughs> in the dorm room. I don't know that he could just immediately father a child. I mean, I definitely think he could. I remain dubious. <laughs> so I don't think that I don't think that's his I think kid. The reason, even if it's not his kid, I think the reason that she wanted her, her son with him is because he was a safe person. Yeah. And- so even if he's annoying and she didn't want to be with him. Like, yeah, she wanted her son, after what she lived through, she wanted her son to go with someone safe. Well, and that's good. And (laughs) if we're keeping track at home, that would be her first altruistic act in the entire movie. (laughs) That's that's not true. She lets him sit next to her on the bus. She reads out to him on the bus. Like, she befriends him. I guess, uh, I guess. At the outset. I guess when she... In the dorm room, when she, whatever base the the boob is, when she gets him on that base, I think that's second base. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess that was 
kind of nice. But again, I mean, she was just kind of playing with him. Like, I mean, uh, was that nice? Because now that I'm thinking about it, like, she didn't have any intention of doing anything with him. It was just, oh, let me experiment with this guy. And then it obviously meant something deeper to him. Yeah. Oh. Which, right, parts, so, which parts did you watch? What's up? Which parts did you watch? I just, uh, any, like any forest and Jenny parts. Okay. Okay. And then I watched the, uh, the Lieutenant Dan scenes. Cause he's, that's, he's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, Dan. absolutely. So good. I think the, the part in that movie that makes me laugh the most for whatever reason is when he comes to the dock and Forrest meets him. And there's just a little line where he goes, we're forced to ask him how he found him or something. And <laughs> Dan goes, you wrote me a letter, you idiot. <laughs> I don't know why. It just makes me laugh every time. <laughs> oh, man. Well, oh, well. <laughs> we'll never agree on this, but. All right. So just to say. I up- will watch it with new eyes next time. I'll try to see your point of view. Just imagine me as Forrest. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is the best. We're, ta- we're in the DMs talking about Forrest Gump, and you're saying those exact scenes. Was Forrest able to actually father the child? <laughs> well, think, what, what about the dorm room? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> imagine me as Forrest. <laughs> but it wasn't related to that. It was related to the would you rather question yes. that I had asked you, but the timing was just perfect. Yes. So good. It wasn't <laughs> trying to be inappropriate. It was me doing just a weird callback to whenever you asked me if I would be Forrest Gump in a movie. <laughs> so I don't know if that's Forrest Kid. She plays with him the entire movie and also maybe gives him AIDS. Slash some kind of random VD that he will also <laughs> die a horrible death from because she just decided to bang him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if she was uh, ripe for getting pregnant, then yeah, it makes sense that she wanted to have sex, right? Don't you know anything? <laughs> but if she was already pregnant, it wouldn't matter. I mean, I don't think she was already pregnant. Oh, I, I, I think guess we'll have she to agree was. Disagree. <laughs> I just said ripe. That's awful. (laughs) What year is this? (laughs) I also just, I'm I'm continually just amazed at Tom Hanks' Alabama accent. Yes, you mentioned that. (laughs) You know, only in Hollywood. I just, only, you know, they they wouldn't let somebody like me into a movie (laughs) about New York. And just me going, hey, you guys, what are we doing here? <laughs> now, you, you get the other accents right, but you can just butcher the, the southern accent. Nobody knows any different. <laughs> I'll stop. I now. think it's really funny that you're sensitive about that, even though you don't have an accent at all. I, yeah, I, I used to have like a really distinct southern accent, but... I uh, I moved out of the South when I was 15 and got teased pretty bad for it. So I think I just sort of subconsciously let go. Interesting. Interesting. I still have a, a very Southern vocabulary, though. I say a lot of Southern yeah. words. 
Uh-huh. Just don't sound southern. <laughs> but you're still you're still defensive of the accent. <laughs> well, listen, if there's a lonely hill to die on, I'm gonna find it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I have learned this. <laughs> Okay, so can we end the podcast on a random thing? Yeah, let's do it. I forgot about this in the beginning, but uh, we we received alarming news on the Defund Sexy Bible Time feed late last night. Oh, uh, goodness. That one of our listeners was in trouble at school for wearing <laughs> a Fun Sexy Bible Time shirt. Wow. So I, uh, I tweeted back at, at, at Audrey last night with the Fun Sexy Bible Time account. Said Audrey, are you okay? And <laughs> she is okay. It, it's it's it it hasn't happened yet, but she is planning on doing this. So <laughs> I would just like to uh, put that out there that Fun Sexy Bible Time Nation stands at the ready to to defend Audrey if she gets in trouble for wearing a a podcast shirt at school. I mean, I don't know why you would get in trouble for this at a public school, right? It's just, <laughs> you get in trouble for the Bible part. <laughs> well, I mean, we, there is, the, we do have the other option that just, that just says FSBT. Yeah, Audrey, get that shirt. Don't get in trouble. <laughs> Christian podcast of the year in 1984. Yes, I need to get that one. So, uh, is, oh, is, she is, says she's in a rural Georgia high school. So she's going to make waves with a fun, sexy Bible time shirt. Mm. And then people will start listening and be so happy to hear you defending the Southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> I think if, if Audrey does get in trouble, I, I, I obviously have to discuss this with you as this is a partnership, but I would propose that we name her fun, sexy Bible time student of the year, 2019. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I think I think that's a good idea. I, I did sort of unilaterally grant uh, Laura S. the title of bureau chief. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, but she definitely is. So, <laughs> so I guess that's what, that's what's on the table for you, Laura, is, or not Laura. For that's what's on the table for you, Audrey. Yes, you got to work for it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> just it can't just be because you're the only young person who listens to this show. And, and what what teenager in 2019 doesn't want to listen to a couple old people talk about random Christian tweets? A, a, a youth group mom, <laughs> <laughs> a lady old enough to have a kid in youth group. <laughs> oh, she's cool. <laughs> It says so on your chalkboard. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hey, you guys, what are we doing here?